I call the shots, I never call it quits. Trust my intuition, bet it's right and bitch, it often is. Seen too many others come and go, they had the wrong intent. Do it out of love and never for it, then I watch it get. Bigger than expected, no second guess it, I let it set it. It's God's plan, we out here only accepting blessings. I'm stuck with it, this mindset is terminal. Linning at different terminals, leveling up is personal. Now I already made it, y'all can miss me. Hard to believe I made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing, I love it. Welcome to the Three Gig Sports Podcast, where we are never wrong, but sometimes a little misinformed. This is Danny G sitting alongside Jimmer and Rio today. And shout out to our special guest, Mr. Luke Rising. Reezing? Rising. I say it wrong if you like. Rising? Rising. Okay, good. That's. I feel like somebody. Didn't somebody argue that? Did you tell me a story about that? I did have a story like that. Uh, one of our finest. Uh, Former Zimpro employees, Paul O'Shea, he asked me if my name was Riesling one time. And then when I explained to him it was Rising, he was first to inform me that, am I sure that my name could be Rising? So, yep, I was living a sham for the first 24 years of my life. Man. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess call it what you want. It's tough to learn it that late in life. Damn. Yeah, right. Like you were adopted. Yeah. Oh, shit. What? Cool. Letters are a bitch. <laughs> right. Well, we appreciate you being on, uh, helping us get through this episode tonight. We're going to talk through some of the news that's going out there. We've got a UFC fight, big card tomorrow night. Um, and we've got some picks for the weekend, things like that. And so to get her started, Jimmer, what's up? Well, we're going to start this off with a little bit of a serious note. Um, unfortunately, former Denver Broncos wide receiver Demarius Thomas was found dead. In his uh, in his apartment, or in his pl- home, sorry. Um, he was just 33 years old. Thomas had retired for good this year in June as a Bronco. It is believed he died of a seizure and has been battling them for a little over a year. The Broncos will honor their former wide receiver prior to Sunday's game against the Lions. That's sad, definitely. Uh, man, everything you hear, just a good dude and uh, – you know, in his community and stuff like that. So that's tough. Yeah, it's real tough, man. There's so many cool memories of him. The Tebow catch is the biggest one, obviously. And uh, his beating the Steelers. Yeah, beating the Steelers, of course. And the uh, catch with Peyton Manning to set the record at the time Yeah, for touchdowns in the season. Cool little story, I thought, was Peyton Manning went to the Broncos, right? And – um. He became those two within like what he was there three years. He became damn good friends with them. Like they come over to each other's house and stuff like that. Whenever Peyton's kids would come onto the field, Demarius they'd run up to Demarius right away and hang out. They yeah, it's just sad. He was he was awesome. He was awesome to watch play, but like some of the other stuff you see, like when Peyton Manning announced his retirement it was him that was there like front row center too i mean and he's played with some damn good receivers potential and current hall of fame wide receivers and Demarius is one hell of a guy and this is sad like uh, that that broke my heart when i seen it come across last night so yeah it just seems like nobody had a bad thing to say about the guy yeah just one hell of a good guy so it was sad to see 33 years old man but so they just now figured out that the guy was having seizures, or how did that all go? Like, Suppos- that hasn't been news. Like, it's been a normal thing going on. Supposedly, yeah. Uh, well, kind of, not really. I, I, 
all of it, I guess his co- female cousin, who's uh, s- they're so close that they consider themselves siblings, is the one that came out and said that he's been battling them for over a year. And then his former teammates have been saying that he's been having them more often here recently. So that's the reason why they're suspecting that. I don't know if it's anything else. I don't know if it's to do with what you were talking about earlier. What was that? Well, I was just thinking, like, does this, like, not to stoke a fire, but, like, is this any CTE kind of stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, seizures are all brain-related, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And, and like I said, it's unconfirmed that, it's, that it was that. That's just what the early reports are so far. But sad day. Yeah. Uh, little... NFL injury news. The Buccaneers activate Richard Sherman off injured reserve. Big deal? Maybe. I think it'll help him. I mean, he's not going to hurt, but they're getting healthy too. Yeah, I don't think it's big of a deal with everybody else coming back. Yeah. Bob, what would you say? Sean Murphy Bunting, Bunting and whatever the, the Davis. Is that his last name? Yeah, time? I yeah. think so. So just some depth. I think they're getting healthy at the right time is what it comes down to. And they're going to be, God, they're going to be tough to beat. They really are. Yeah. Um, I do love the idea of the, like, having them against Belichick in the Super Bowl. Like, now that that's become the big talk, I think that's awesome. Oh, great. So the we have a three-way side of this table where there's some circle jerking going on. I get it. Because yeah, they're all about the misinformed. Patriots. That does. I'm about ready to flip this table over. In that, direction. <laughs> like, that has me pumped up. Like, how great of a storyline is that? You yes. can't draw it up it is. any better than that. And that goes yeah. at agreeing with what you're saying because it's coming on to this dude's biggest conspiracy theory. Yeah. And that is? Yeah, it's all about the storyline, man. When it comes to Super Bowl. Yeah. They want the biggest storyline. That's what it seems like it always breaks out that way, kind of. Yeah, and this is—is is this not technically? It'd be the ultimate one. I preach the same thing, like every league, like having the whole like tragedy happen, and then uh, having that team like either win uh, whatever major championship they were playing in or anything else. Like even when I get like the Golden Knights, like the hockey team, they were just a startup franchise, but they did get to take all the best players. But after that whole Vegas shooting. Like, how the hell do you become a startup franchise and then still play in the Stanley Cup? In the Stanley yeah. Cup. Like, in the same year. That's wild. Or yeah. the year after. The Boston bombings. The Yeah. No, as soon as he brought this yep. to light to me, I'm like, Jesus. New Orleans. New Dude. Orleans. Yeah, uh, everything. There's a ton the, of them. The, there New, is a the ton. New York Giants <laughs> after Houston. 9-11. Yeah. It's just crazy. Yeah, Houston with the baseball. Yeah. You know? Yep. He's like, it's so he had me jumping on board. He's like, I'm telling you right now, if you see a tragedy somewhere, if you're a betting man, you go throw your money on their major franchises. <laughs> yeah, so I took, like, the Golden Knights when they were <laughs> – I can't remember what the odds were. And then I should have taken the payout because they were offering payouts, like, way early, like, when they, like, made the playoffs. <laughs> I was a dipshit and didn't do it. So Because they lost in the finals, right? Or in yeah, the they finals. lost yep. in the Stanley Cups. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Packers wide receiver Randall Cobb had a core muscle surgery this uh, last week. He will miss several games with the hope that he is ready for the playoffs. I think his, if we go back to the stats, I think his best game was happening when he got the core muscle injury itself at that particular time. So, big deal. I think in a sense it is because he looks to Cobb in specific moments of the game. And I think that's where that connection really shows. If Adams is just, you know, triple covered, um, he knows where to go to. So him not being there could be – it could be something. We'll see. Uh, Texans 
will turn to quarterback Davis Mills for the rest of the season, their head coach David Coley said on Friday. What we got? They're bad, right? Eliminated from <laughs> playoff contention. <laughs> They're so. bad, right? <laughs> Just seeing what they have on the bench, you know. So Are David we Mills. completely done with Deshaun Watson? Like yeah. Deshaun Watson is completely off the board, though. Like yeah. every which way has to be I every form and facet. W- what I see last week, prosecutors are uh, about ready to present the case to grand jury. So, since we have Yam, where do you think he plays next year? Ooh. The longest yard. What's... Maybe with Robert Kraft getting, getting <laughs> rub his oh, I like it. Give up a Mac Jones. Yeah, he might go him and he might back up Mac Jones, but he can spend some time in the press box. <laughs> I, I genuinely don't know. I feel like he's a good enough quarterback, or he was playing well enough at quarterback that he could make a ton of money in a bunch of other teams, like we've talked about before. Just like the quarterback market's crazy right now, so everyone's always looking for one even even if there's sex cases right yeah, yeah. That, well it just yeah that's just such a discrepancy like how can you afford to pay somebody that much money and then them go to jail what was the first thing you thought of when that news broke the very before there was 23 of them like when the first like five or six came across what was your first thought fuck i hope he finished <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> according to reports he did <laughs> Oh, damn. Uh, Penn State starting quarterback Sean Clifford will return for the 2022 season, which will be his sixth year, he announced Friday. So many guys, I feel like they're playing what so long in college. I don't understand. Sixth year, no big deal. Big 10, Aaron Kraft rule. Aaron Kraft played for 10 years in the Big 10. There you go. And then we were talking about it already, Adrian Martinez. 17 years and and now transferring and now transferring for another school to get or get another couple of years. <laughs> right. His doctorate. His doctorate. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. Love to see him do well. Uh, we have Brett Venables agrees to become the Oklahoma Sooners head coach, which includes a record contract for a first time head coach. The deal is worth uh, six years, forty three point five million dollars. Yeah, I hope he knows what he's walking into. You know, they expect to compete right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's seen some big-time recruits already back out. So, you know, follow Lincoln Riley. It's going to be tough. I mean, in a couple of years, you end up in the SEC. Uh, I I don't know, man. The, the first thing I thought of, honestly, that the more I thought about it was bargain bin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a million Because Lincoln Riley's was what? Hundred something million. He's literally just walking into playing a game against a stag deck. Like, there's no yeah. There, he has nothing to gain. Like, this is your first job, like your first big time job, and then you're going straight into the SEC in a couple of years. Like that, you have nothing to gain, and you lost a ton of recruits. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where he goes. I just from don't that. see the potential upside, and then I feel like this just hurts your stock later on. Like this is what you did, yeah. And then there's just nothing good that can come of this. Yeah, no, so I maybe his, his bank account. Bank account, yeah. That's about <laughs> exactly. it, though. But yeah. like for future, yeah, get paid and go for future. He was already like we brought up. He was already the highest paid assistant coach in uh, NCAA history. I'm actually leaning on that same side with you that I think he should have probably stayed. For one more year, or or 
wait for one more other college one. Like, think about Oregon. Did Oregon not reach out to you, or are you waiting for see if Cincinnati, if uh, Fickle ends up getting sucked into the NFL or somewhere like that? I would still roll with something like that versus Oklahoma, where you lose all those four and five stars that have been walking left and right. You go there, and then, like you said, like you you need to rebuild it. He's to a certain extent. He's literally picking up a live grenade. And yeah, then just gonna try to run, and then try, maybe you know. maybe he's looking, you know, to at the future. Okay, I can reach down into the Texas pipeline to recruit. You're right, right next door. Well, so Oklahoma maybe. is so much better than Texas. So, uh, the, no, Oklahoma. like the Get state, like the state of Oklahoma is well, like so much more lie. beautiful. That's a lie. <laughs> uh, Amarillo is basically Oklahoma anyway. <laughs> Everything north of Amarillo is basically <laughs> Amarillo is a dog shit town. So <laughs> you can. Yeah, see, you if that's that what Texas, you're talking about. You hear that, Texas? That's how he feels about you. <laughs> you hear that, Texas? Well, I can take that from you, but if a guy who's lived in one state is alive, he can get fucked. What? <laughs> I, I've been in other states. Stop it. <laughs> Passing through don't count. It counts fully. <laughs> I flew over fully. him. What's up? I found out Arizona was a beautiful state. I'll the be whole honest, thing. I will say this to the University of New Mexico. Albuquerque is a shithole. Shithole. So, <laughs> yes. I'll stick with that until I die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Well, think about everything we just said about what he has to do at Oklahoma. Like, what's his rebuild? Like, if everything worked out, like, four years, they're back where they are now, right? If Oklahoma will not give you that much time, right? But just like can, Texas, right? Can you recruit? Can, can he recruit what Lincoln Riley was able to do in those four I years? I agree. I, I agree. I'm saying don't prime. Everything works out the way you expect. Best case. Four years, they can get back to where they are, right? And like Spencer no. Rattler doesn't even know because they hop over to SEC. No, right. So that's my point. So you, the like best case scenario in his world right now, in four years they'll be good. They're not going to give him four years to get to that point, right? They're going to expect something yeah. now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. That's my. That's more of my point. So Oklahoma goes to the SEC. They become like Mississippi State. Like yeah, if that. It, yeah. yeah, if that Texas yeah. is gonna battle too, like yeah, yeah and so I agree, like, and that's a tough, yeah. Like you're in a tough bind, and then Mike Leach is way cooler than him. So <laughs> way oh cool. yes, so why would you oh hundred percent, yeah, hundred uh, percent. Virginia Cavaliers hire Clemson Tigers offensive coordinator Tony Elliott as the next head coach. There goes two coordinators out of Clemson. Yep. What were you thinking? Virginia win, obviously, I think. I mean, even with Ugulile, you know, that's more mechanics. If you watch him throw the ball, that's what kind of hurt their offense to me, at least. But you lose your top two assistants, which ties into your recruits, too, because your assistants play a huge role. A lot of people don't realize that. A huge role in your recruiting. They're the ones that usually are talking to them more than even the head coach. Yeah, you know, because they're trying to, they have to break in the scheme where we can use you and try to sell them on this five star and this. This is what we're going to do to get you involved. This is what you're going to be, and this is a scheme we're going to run that's going to make you successful to make us successful, right? Yeah, I think Rio actually touched on that. That was a big part of the reason Lincoln Riley brought basically everybody with him. Yes, it's because they they're helping him bring the recruits too. So yeah, that's a good call. So Clemson, I I, I still don't believe. <clears throat> so we talked. Off air. <laughs> we talked off air. Uh, I had heard a little thing about wondering if it, the dynasty's over. And that is ridiculous to me. Clemson will be just fine. They play in the ACC, number one. Number two, Dabo Sweeney is the man. He will get other people. And I'm not saying that they're going to be the exact same right out of the gate. 
but he's going to still pull his talent. That's what he's going to do. They're still going to compete. He just isn't Nick Saban. That's all it is. So Nick Saban, he doesn't miss a beat. You know what I'm saying? Like right. he's he's like way up here on the pedestal. I will say that he is on the pedestal way up here. Everybody else is a everybody else has a down year from time to time. That's going to happen. You know what I mean? So I think they'll be just fine. They uh, the fact that they got to nine wins, gentlemen, the way they look this year is impressive to me. Actually, that tells me that's all coaching. Yeah, scoring 12 points a game or whatever the hell they were doing. Exactly. Yeah. But they were still eking them out. So that defense coordinator obviously shows that it's a little more worthy. Well, so if you look at it like that, like, so I know Dabo isn't Nick Saban, but it's like Nick Saban didn't even know that Dan Enos or whoever went to Miami, like, he didn't know he left. Like, they were having a team meeting, and then he went looking for him, and he's like, where is he at? And they're like, oh, yeah, he left. He took a job in Miami. Like, those coaches are that good yep. that they don't even – not that they don't necessarily need those people, but it's like they don't depend on them. Absolutely. They yep. can literally make another person be the best defensive coordinator in the country the next year. Yep. Yep. I agree. Uh, so, and then we see how that played out in Miami. So. Right. <laughs> right. That's how that goes. So, Notre Dame safety and the top safety in the draft, number four prospect in the NFL draft from many people's reports and running back Kyron Williams both declared for the NFL draft on Friday and said they will forego playing in the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl against Oklahoma State on January 1st. Big deal. I mean, it's good for them, but for the probably, university that hurts, But for right? a big deal, yeah, for the university it's a big Kyre, deal. Kyre, well, the safety hurts obviously when you lose a talent like that before yeah. that game, but the running back, a lot of people don't realize Kyron Williams is a huge part of their offense. It may not show up in the stat sheet all the time, but he does everything. He's a pass cut catching back, He's a uh, and he runs a rock pretty pretty well. But it's kind of like the glue of that offense. When shit starts getting a little sideways, all right, we'll just go to Kyron. We'll get this figured out right now. Um, My whole side with that is like if, like once you start seeing coaches bail on teams, mm-hmm. I'm all for it with kids mainly like why would a kid that isn't getting any money just hang it up like yep. they literally have nothing to gain no. like other than making an the injury school more money yeah yeah literally you are just gonna get hurt yep That's all especially you when you when you have a pretty damn good shot you're it's going all, to get drafted yeah right? it's all right. risk no gain if you're yep. that good hang it up yep. it'll piss me off if the university of arizona is ever good enough to be in a relevant bowl game, but <laughs> right. until we get out of the New Mexico bowl or win more than one game, then uh, <laughs> I'll keep with this side of the story. You got anything on that Rio? Good for them. I guess. Good for them. Uh, keeping along that same track. I was running back. Tyler Goodson will forego his senior year and f- the citrus bowl to enter the NFL draft. Yep. That hurts us. Yeah, big time. Right? But <laughs> we already had the what'd you say like 150th ranked offense. So you take one of the top running backs in the Big Ten. Out, I don't know where they're going to get offense, dude. I really don't. Yeah. I'm scratching. I, it's not good. They didn't have offense. They they had 1,100 yards. They were he the was a little 150th bit. ranked <laughs> offense or some shit like that. <laughs> like wildly low. Somewhere in there. Yeah. 
But that 150th, they could have been 170th if it wasn't for him. Yes. Thank God that the Nevada School for the Deaf and Blind is also in that mix. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, what else we got here? Former Major League Baseball outfielder Yasiel Puig has signed a one-year, $1 million contract with the South Korean club uh, Kaiwoon Heroes. Puig, who, play, who turned 31 this week, Hasn't played in the major since 2019 when he played 100 games for the Cincinnati Reds and 49 for the Cleveland Indians before becoming a free agent. Dead air. Yeah, that's all he is anymore, right? So, <laughs> Honestly, know. like I like after it got brought up, I remember he went to the Reds, and then I just remember like how much of a staple he was for, like when he played for the Dodgers, he was like. Super relevant, just like nuts. How good he was! Yeah, yeah, that came in, man. I would say he helped revitalize baseball for the Dodgers. Like before that, do you really remember the Dodgers? The only thing I remember about the Dodgers prior to that is was what was his name? There's um, their the saves leader, the all time, the all time uh, single season saves leader was there. Was it Gagne? Is that his name? Am I getting that right? He came in. That's the only thing I remember from the Dodgers from that little gap. The the glasses. He had glasses, yeah, yeah. right? Like thick rimmed glasses. Oh, you remember him? Yeah. yeah. So oh. I, I thought it was Eric Gagne. That Does sounds that sound right, right, actually. Maybe. Yeah. I think it was. But before, literally, that's the only little thing. And then I think, yeah, to me, Yasiel Puig brought the Dodgers back on the map, at least for entertainment thing purposes. I just mean, the guy was a freak, though. Like, yeah. he, was, like he was just teeing off in the... And then baseball is just such a crazy animal. Like, when you look at it, like, how you can go from being the best that's around and then being nothing like Ryan Howard. You look at shit like that. Yep, the it's shift. It's just crazy. The shift just ends somebody your career yeah. by somebody moving. Yeah. But, yeah, Yasiel Puig dropping off like that, which, yeah, I knew he went to the Reds, but I – Never thought he'd end up in I, Korea. I knew he. I knew he ended up. Uh, he sparked the Indians to the playoffs in a, kind of a deep run that year. Yep. Once they picked him up, and I thought he was doing good, not just like batting and everything. I thought he was doing good with the team, like his attitude and stuff too. I could be a hundred percent wrong with that. I just thought that he was doing good there. But to touch on it, like I said, I didn't watch as much baseball this year as I should have, or I normally do. And I just 162 games for right. 30 some teams. But that, but that being said, I forgot that I forgot all about the guy. Yeah, I just assumed he was somewhere and I wasn't paying attention. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it's then I been seen a while. That, so, yeah. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Steve Kerr will replace Greg Popovich as head coach of Team USA men's basketball. Kerr's coaching staff will include Phoenix Suns coach Monty Williams, Miami Heat's coach Eric Spolstra, and Gonzaga's coach Mark Few. Hard to imagine anybody other than someone from the University of Arizona <laughs> running the country. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Bear down, baby. Yeah. No doubt. Get out of here. <laughs> well, that's oh, all you got. <laughs> <laughs> that's, <okay. laughs> that's it? That's all you no, got? That's, that's all I get? That's all you get. His eyes are getting winced over there. He's been staying up. Man, all I know is Spolstra being involved is still funny to me. Just for, what's that? Just because he 
didn't you know he's not really a good coach. I don't think he's a bad coach. Actually, I feel like I feel. Like I think he's the best coach know, that he ever had. LeBron. I feel like all I know Eric Spolster's ever done is like manage LeBron. Right. Like yeah, right. When you when you have like the best player in the world at the time. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he good. literally was just like a fucking airplane person with the waivers <laughs> for LeBron and D Wade. Like he was just directing. Like we're gonna go to this team. Or we're gonna go the play ball the goes in yeah. that hoop. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Do you? He's like, we're for, gonna play strong this, offense for this quarter. We're gonna shoot at this one, and then here in about 15 minutes, we're gonna go this way. <laughs> yes. And that's like all that guy did. I feel like I, no, he was like a video, a video uh, like he so he'd watch video game or not video game, but uh. Uh, recordings that he was like the video analyst for Miami moved him up. Oh, he yeah. was definitely watching YouTube how to coach. <laughs> <laughs> Coaching for dummies. Yeah. yeah. He was Googling like how to coach people. <laughs> this is a stop Google search. No, Come but I, I think Kerr's a good, I think he, he'll do a good job. I, I think, think he's he will too. really good with ball movement and managing just a bunch of talent. So I think he'll be fine. They I'll, tend to the players tend to respect him, so yeah, that's what you need when you get like all the that guy. Enough. Like seriously, like no bullshit. He is dealing with the Warriors, like when they were in their peak. Not that they're not good now, but like you were dealing with maybe one of the best NBA teams of all time. Yeah, yeah. And well, the guy was able to keep them from like getting their heads. Yeah. yeah. Well, they like well technically. Tough to argue with that. Yeah, well, absolutely. He was able to make Luke Walton look like he knew what the fuck. Obviously, he was doing. got him a head coaching yeah, he got job him or a two. Head coaching job, right? <laughs> he got not, him to hood. That's wing no more, but yeah. yeah, that's no more. But that being said, he still got him two. Yeah, gigs. you're right. Still got him paid. Right. Still the got him still paid. Still check. You know, so yeah. Uh, technically, you're you are right. The they by all time regular season record, they were the best team. So yep. and what uh, seventy three and nine. That would ended up being that year. Yeah, seventy three. Yep. Yep. It's fucking crazy. Yeah, nine losses. That's still crazy. Yeah, I bet you they're so mad that they lost the nine. Then you talk this year, like team, like when the Suns had like a seventeen game winning streak, they're like, oh yeah, they haven't lost a game in eighteen games or whatever. But like, yeah, just to go seventeen and nine is nuts to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or seventy three and nine. Sorry. Uh, Auburn Tigers men's basketball placed on four years probation and coach Bruce Pearl has been suspended two games because a former assistant coach Chuck person who was arrested and charged for accepting bribes from a financial advisor. Now that was a few, a few years ago, that investigation is now wrapped up and this is the consequences from that incident. Yeah. If it's not one thing, it's another, huh? What were you talking about? Where where hasn't it happened? With him? With Bruce? That might have been offline a little bit ago. Oh, it might have been offline. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it does follow. It has followed him. I think yeah. he had issues at Tennessee also. So. Yep. I think that was part of the reason he left Tennessee. Wasn't there some sketchy shit going on? Yeah. So. But, I mean, like, is that fair for, like, once it finally does happen that you get finally caught in your bullshit that it happens to one program. What do you mean? Like, so for him to, cause obviously what he's getting in trouble for now mm-hmm. isn't right, but it's part of the reason he's getting in like that. These implications are becoming this big of a deal is because of prior shit 
So should it all reflect on one program? I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So like uh, his pr- no, his not fair. Yeah, that's a good call. Let me think about that. Uh, well, all these nil deals and this that and the other. I just yeah. You know what was that one that old boy got tagged up? Remember I had that in like a previous podcast about the player that got. Oh yeah, the it was um the player who got suspended and. Because he accepted some sort of deal before the Neil deal. Like, like two months before or yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. Something yeah. stupid. Yep. Yeah. Just today's it? age. It's, it was like NCAA's final. Ha ha. Got you. Because it was technically before this, you know, type of situation. But Give Reggie back his Heisman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Should have been Vince Young anyways. No. Well, get no. the what? False, dude. There's no doubt that Reggie <laughs> that Reggie Bush was the best college football player. I, that not year. even he close. Was. Yeah. yeah, that he was. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, what was the greatest college football game of all time? Don't that right there. That that was <laughs> USC versus us. Texas, and Texas beat that ass. <laughs> do you agree with that? 100. percent ESPN literally ranked at number one. Yeah, so ESPN stupid. <laughs> Uh, we've made that clear. Where do you get your news and notes? Not all of it comes from there. <laughs> bleach report, bitch. Yeah, get out of here. Uh, but if we are talking about that for a second, though, one of the greatest college football games I ever played was definitely Clemson versus Bama. Yes. That not was. the best, but it was No, it game. was the best. It was not. I, I So Bama's up there with a lot of games, right? That Auburn-Bama yeah. game was great, too. Yeah. Cam Newton. Yeah. 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 That was yep. a good game. But that Bama-Clemson one back and forth, down to the so wire. So fun. Yeah. That was that was clearly better than any Texas USC one that, that you might have heard of. Clearly better. It was a good game, yeah. but not better. <laughs> Honestly, looking back at it like now, like Vince Young and how he turned out, then I'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rutgers stunned number one Purdue on deep three point pointer at the buzzer. Big Ten's deep. That is deep. Fourteen teams deep, except for Iowa. <laughs> hey, seven to two right now. We'll, re- re- we'll rewind this. We lost here by twenty. Yeah, we did to Iowa State. That's also on here. Iowa State blows out Iowa seventy three fifty by twenty <laughs> as what? a favorite. Hold on, go ahead. Finish the whole thing. How? What were they favorite? Where was it at? So it was in Ames, and they were favored so by. It was in Jack Trice, favored by five, minus. Uh, Two fifteen money line. I was gonna say Hilton. it wasn't in. You're Jack thinking Trice. Jack Trice is the football stadium? Oh yeah, Hilton, Sorry. Hilton. Uh, Coliseum. Hilton. Hilton Coliseum. Yeah, so favored by five, and then which is crazy to me. I still don't get that. that should, yeah, that did you bet sense. on that then? Tell yeah. me you had to. I was gonna say you had. To. I money lined Iowa State. On. Yeah, why wouldn't you at that point? Like I would have too. Like, how are you the favorite in this? Yeah, I was confused. I like because I hadn't looked into it that much, but I was like. How was Iowa State ranked? And then they, because everybody always talks about Hilton Magic, Hilton Magic, yep. Hilton Magic. Yep. And then all of a sudden you're dogs at home when you're ranked. Yeah. I didn't get it, but yeah, it paid. Uh, Seton Hall Pirates make statement and knocks off number seven Longhorns. Make state. That's not how you read it last That's time. statement. Christ. That is what I read. <laughs> what the hell? That is what I read. I Hook read that. Down. Hook them <laughs> down. Hook them down, baby. It happens. At least we we only lose the ranked teams at the moment. They weren't ranked. Seton Hall was, yeah, they were. Not t- yeah, they were. Yeah, that is what I had. So that's all. Yeah, I know because yeah, you're missing for also, also, I'll argue this: they're a <laughs> shitty Big East team. So the Big East is a joke. Seton Hall's been decent. Go. They they made tournament runs. Well, what are you talking about? That's go. great. 
How many times have they like had good tournament runs? Several times. Didn't didn't they play decent last year? Uh, I know. I know. Recently, they did pretty well. Prior to that, because you like to go in the past. Remember back to 1996. Mm-hmm. You go back to that year a lot. Let's go back to the Vikings Super Bowl <laughs> win. <laughs> Son of a bitch. And we'll we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see go back which to their one is NFL, the longest. Hey, one. we'll go back to their NFL championship. Would you like to go back to that? The Cowboys Super Bowl is way closer <laughs> than the Vikings NFL one NFL. Yeah, championship. let's move on. So. What the hell? <laughs> BYU football coach Kalani <laughs> Sataki has signed a new contract to the school through the 2027 season. Your BYU uh, Cougars? Cougars. Uh, while not releasing the terms of the contract, BYU called Sataki's new deal unprecedented in a news release. Uh, Sataki is 48 and 28 in six seasons at BYU, which finished number 13 in the college football playoff. And it's guided that university to consecutive seasons of 10 or more wins for the first time since 2008 and 2009. Now, a little a little side note that I didn't put in there is this deal comes like right now because Oregon was in conversations with this head coach. Yeah, they played well. So yeah. well-deserved. Yeah, well, you, you rode that pony for, uh, yeah, for most of the season. Yeah, I, I was on them, and then I hopped off the right time, and then they end up losing two in a row. I did bet either of them games, and then I hopped back on and won money. So, oh, yeah. Were you up? Uh, I was almost at $500 betting on BYU there you this go. year. <laughs> you take that. You know, one thing about BYU, like just to give them a little bit of credit, that coach, that has to be a tough place to recruit to, right? Just like a Notre Dame yeah. and like those harder ones no, like that. No, not you can't even call it's that worse. close to Notre it's Dame. Worse. It's like you. I think they like have to sign a contract that they won't like have sex or yeah. anything what? like that. Super religious, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. like super bad. Like oh. this well, is so you got all that. Pin- so no wonder they're playing good. They got all that pent up aggression. <laughs> no <laughs> way to get like it they're out. Not no, releasing testosterone. I think, I think BYU has like a hundred percent divorce rate. Like after they come out because they gotta marry somebody, but <laughs> yeah, it's way more strict. Like you don't have that typical college experience that you want to go to and have fun at the you know that age yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So gotta be tough to get the talent. So says a lot about the coaching, right? You're literally yeah. just there recruiting the top Mormons in the country, right? Yeah. Pretty basically much. What it equates. To. Luckily, they usually play all them crappy. Um, What's it? Big West, not Big West. Um, they're in Mountain West. Uh, they're right, but they play a lot yeah. of those yeah. teams out there. Yeah, they that play way. a ton of Mountain West, too. <clears throat> yeah. That's where you make some money, don't you? Off your betting? You rock, you rock that Mountain West and definitely is that Hawaii and... Hawaii and Wyoming. Oh, uh, Wyoming. There you go. Every time I look at Wyoming on the betting sheet, I think I think this guy right here... Bombos he's like, arrows. <laughs> Josh Allen paid my mortgage when he was in college. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Uh, the college of uh, f- the college football awards were announced. Davey O'Brien award for best quarterback went to uh, surprise, surprise Bryce young, uh, Johnny United's golden arm for top senior quarterback went to Kenny Pickett. The Doak Walker award for best running back went where Mr. Kenneth Walker, who, who you have a borderline man crush on. Yeah. He's a stud. Dude. Yeah. So good. Uh, Fred Belitnikoff award for best receiver. This is, so this one right here is the biggest surprise to me. Um, Jordan Addison from Pittsburgh. Now, the reason why it was a surprise to me is I thought it was going to be, you corrected me earlier in the first Blake name. Bell. Blake, yeah. Is it Blake? Mm. Yeah. Blake Bell from Purdue. 
I thought because that dude, everyone knew there's one guy that was getting thrown to every time you you'd match up against Purdue, and this dude produced what'd you say eight hundred yard games? Yeah, something like that. Something crazy. It was stupid. Sorry, not Blake. Uh, David Bell. David Bell. Sorry, David Bell. This dude. Uh, he looked this up earlier. I'm pretty sure it was like seven or eight hundred yard games. You knew and one and a game over two hundred yards also in one of them. This dude went off. You knew where the ball was going. He only had the six touchdowns. I think that's the only thing that separated. You yeah, because the old boy three, had seventeen, four, five, six. So he had seven over hundred yard games. He had two over two hundred yard two games over two hundred with ten plus catches. I did, yeah, I think the thing that hurt him was he didn't have many he touchdowns. Touchdowns, but the he did have to me. Yeah, well, not many touchdowns, and he had six touchdowns total, and three of them came in one game. Uh, which may, which maybe, but still, it's to the best wide receiver. It doesn't say the best wide receiver, the highest touchdown total, right? Yeah, or is that just me? I mean, he didn't like, have the most yards either, but you like even when you knew it was there, like you knew it was going to him, like nobody was stopping him. Was my point? Like I watched Purdue versus Iowa, and Purdue had a few. Uh, they upset what three teams this year in the top twenty-five? Yeah. Something like that. And the fact that you knew it was going there and they couldn't stop him. That, to me, is the best wide receiver. That's my point. It isn't necessarily all about the touchdowns. I, I mean, yes, when the point is to win, but that many yards? I, I thought it should have been him. I, I was shocked when I, when I read that. Yeah. Because you said Addison had 17, right? He 17. Had 17 touchdowns? Yeah, so I think that's ultimately what it come down to is he had 17 touchdowns. That's a crazy amount. The second craziest one to me is this next one I'm about to read, and that's the John Mackey Award for Best Tight End. And it did not go anywhere near the three guys that I thought it would go to. This went to Trey McBride from Colorado State. The other three guys I thought would have, like you would have had me even bat my eyes at, and that would have been Iowa State's, and I can't remember. His name escapes me right Kohler. now. Charlie Kohler. Kohler. Is that it? Okay. And then Sam Laporta from Iowa. That's the only dude he could have complete a pass to. And then the Georgia, the Georgia tight end, who that I swear to God, that's the only guy he knew how to throw it to. Um, their quarterback in that game, um, Bo Bauer, Bo something like that. Bowers. Yeah, I think that's right. It actually. was something yeah. like that, and I w I was surprised by that one second most. So, well, uh, that one was stat driven completely because that cat. Had like his yards and everything like that was just blew everybody else out of the water. But the problem was he didn't play against anybody, so yeah. it really yeah. helped. Uh, the Remington Trophy for the best center went to Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa. That one isn't too much of a surprise. It's his preseason everything. Uh, Outland Trophy best interior lineman Jordan Davis, your guy, big boy. The one that can only go two snaps at a time, then he needs two snaps off <laughs> to breathe. Yeah, man. That is a mammoth of a man. Yep. And Pushing he, eats, line he eats up three dudes. Yeah. I've wa I watch that game. He eats up three guys, and he moves them all. He doesn't just eat them up in the wheat state put. He moves them. But do you genuinely think that transitions in the league? <sighs> That's yeah, I think it'll be a balance. I think he'll lose some of that because he's got to get his conditioning better. Um, but even if he loses some of that and he can only move two dudes, then, <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I think anybody in the NFL is like, okay, you can move two defensive guys coming at you. Like, all right, yeah, yeah. Make this work. we'll be all right. Dude's a mammoth. Uh, the Lombardi award went to, for the top lineman, Aiden Hutchinson of Michigan. 
we were talking about this uh, off air, and that was, it is still shocking that that I can't remember his name escapes me. The uh, lineman or defensive end slash linebacker, whatever the hell it is for Alabama, who has almost doubled this dude's stats outside of the sacks, and he still has more sacks than him too. Sacks, tackles for loss, tackles, and just surprising to me. A little bit. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson is a man beast. Don't get me wrong. I think this is purely based on their season. They had a uh, overachieved. You uh, know, is that they, Will Anderson? Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Um, so he's got a sack and a half more than him. Sack and a half. Okay. Uh, and also he's playing in the SEC. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he had like 55 and a half tackles for a loss or some shit too. Yep, 90-some tackles. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. I didn't get to watch him play much, but the few times that I watched um, Hutchinson play, it was like it was cheating almost. Like that man gets off the line so fast. He does. It's impossible to – so that's the only thing I could go off of. He's, I don't know that any, either one of them's more deserving, but – <clears throat> They're both studs, obviously. No, they are, and it's it's the same concept. When I was saying that, because he became um, a Heisman Trophy finalist, Aiden, and it's no shot at Aiden in any way, shape, or form. But if you're gonna take him there, you should have taken the Alabama guy too. Yeah. Uh, that that's what I mean. At least have the conversation, you know. Um, <clears throat> run him down here. Buckets Award for best linebacker, Nakobe Dean from Georgia. The Jim Thorpe Award went to top defensive back Kobe Bryant of Cincinnati. That's uh, one of their two studs. Uh, one of their, what, three three studs that they have that we were talking about when he yep. comes up off air, you know, or when he gets drafted, how they replace him. Uh, Lou Groza Award for top kicker went to Jake Moody of Michigan. Ray Guy Award for top punter. Matt Areza from San Diego State. Hell yeah. Get it and get out of here. Let's go. The Iowa crap because he wasn't even close to net yardage. (laughs) Net yardage is garbage. Inside the five. Inside the five. Just because you play on the 986th ranked offense. This number keeps going. All the time. (laughs) This number keeps going up. Just like when Joey's talking about being how many children I have. (laughs) Just because you play on the 1,000th and 69th ranked offense doesn't mean you deserve it anymore. Just because you punt a ton doesn't get you an award. <laughs> get yeah. you inside the five, baby. Tory Taylor for Every Heisman. Time. I can't even. <laughs> what are you trying to? I tried looking up the. Uh, it, they don't have it inside the five. Uh, or, yeah. No, oh, it's because it's a ridiculous, awesome stat that they. Nobody's still become accustomed to. Yeah, yeah, so they're working on it. They're not used to people punting that many times they're, inside the five. Yeah. <laughs> So it's like, why keep why keep track of one? Oh yeah, Tory Taylor had like seventeen. Brian Ferenc like used his whole salary to delete that <laughs> just so he couldn't say how many times Iowa had to punt, just so he could get his dad job Probably. later on. Uh, the Walter Camp Award for Player of the Year went to Kenneth Walker the uh, third. Maxwell Award Player of the Year Bryce Young, AP Player of the Year Bryce Young. And Disney Spirit Award, inspirational player slash team, Trey Tipton of Pittsburgh. We got Wider spirit. City. Yes, we do. <laughs> we got spirit. spirit How about fingers. you? <laughs> uh, and so this wasn't this was a full blown news, but I know we got to touch on it because uh, it's not something yet. But 
Chip Kelly, rumors are is that he's having a conversation with Oregon. What are we thinking there? Nope. He's not going. No. Don't well, do it. You're building. Well, not you can't. I don't know about you. Say he's not going. It depends on what they pay, but but should he go? I think we're all in agreement on this one. I think the I think the money would be relatively close with what he's getting in the market, like because you're obviously staying in the same market. You're Pac-12. He's not getting paid to go anywhere else, but just the potential. Because if Chip Kelly goes back to Oregon. Oregon wants Chip Kelly to be 2000 and uh, whatever. Chip Kelly. Yeah, 2012 Chip Kelly, 2010 Chip Kelly. The the only thing you get if you go to Oregon is, right, you get cool new uniforms from Nike every year. And, you know, maybe a little bit in facilities, but that's it. I think we – He he has got Jordan. Like, everybody keeps saying Nike, and I don't get it. Like, there's only so many schools that are Jordan schools. I've and only seen UCLA wear like three different jerseys. So Oregon gets like well, yeah, but jerseys are going to be what determines him. Like I think he's on the cusp. These kids care about shoes. We're getting these kids shoes. Yeah, but that be, exactly. But that being said, though, is that I think he's on the cusp. But UCLA are pushing over into that ten win yeah. column already. Why would you jump ship and go up there and then you have to bring bring your guys in again? You know, like you have nothing, and I talked about this a little bit. You you have literally nothing to. He has nothing to gain by going to Oregon, but everything to lose. He's already taken them to the college football playoff. He's already played there, like had them like highly succeeding and turned that program around. Right? Yeah. He goes up there now and he fails, or he doesn't pull what Cristobal was able to do, or whatever the other ones. Then it, it literally shatters anything that he did have. You already have it at UCLA. The groundwork is there. The foundation is there. And I think and I believe that they're going to be nine-plus wins on a regular basis now because I think his his establishment is there. And another thing I, I think said, he needs to be. Because you see – and then you see these crazy things now like these uh, college football coaches' contracts. Like if Oregon offered Chip Kelly like 10 years – Chip Kelly would take 10 years. I do genuinely think that. Yeah, and mil. then I think Chip Kelly would be dumb not to. Or right. Honestly, like, if you offer that man 10 years, why would you not? Like, just go back up there, and then there's a good chance that he does very well again. But what he's doing in UCLA, like, it's starting to show. Yep. Like, you're starting to see these color shows, and then – I would love to see him ride it out and see what happens there, especially against Lincoln Riley. I'm excited to see what yeah what, what those two what universities put it together. What shakes up in Southern California? It's going to be cool to see. It's going to suck to be an Arizona right. fan, and then there's zero recruiting that can happen from Southern California. Now we're going to be eating scraps, yeah. but I think Jim Kelly has to, you know, be pushing that ten win range now because what is three years now. I know one of them was COVID year, but still, I mean, two of those years, I believe he had three wins. So he needs to, he had eight, so he needs to build off this, and I think he needs to get 10. And, and otherwise, it's going to be like, okay. Well, this is where we go back to, well, first off, you, I thought it was you that said that uh, you have a, he has a five-star quarterback coming in. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess okay. Maybe it's you. And then what were you talking about that is still a serious consideration at UCLA. Yeah, Spencer Rattler, right? Um, So 
that's one of the likely spots that he ends up going. So no matter <clears throat> which quarterback ends up panning out better for him, um, Rattler or this other five-star cat, I mean, he's in a really good spot there. I, I think the other than the 10-year contract, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, I could see that selling him to go back. But besides that, if he was the type of guy who wanted like the nostalgia, like I want to go back to my roots or you know where I where I started and everything, I could see something like that. But he's not that guy, right? He's, he believes he's the best. Yeah. Well, you know, and who I, gives who gives a fuck about being in Eugene, Oregon? Like you would rather be in Los Angeles, right? Yeah. Like realistically, like personally, you could, yeah, you could build your own brand. Isn't that what today's sports is about? Even and when Chip you're a Kelly coach, has Chip Kelly has Chip Kelly was doing well. When he was with the Eagles, he doesn't get enough credit for doing. Uh, I don't know if you could say well, but Chip Kelly. I was going to say fine. Like, well, he very had, he decent. Had, he, he was had, very decent. With he the did Eagles. have a good season with them the one year though, and he did turn the. He helped turn the Nick Foles, and Nick Foles. If a lot of people forget during that year, I'm not University about the Super Arizona Bowl. Bear Down. Yeah, I'm not talking about his Super Bowl where he stepped in and all that. I'm talking about with Chip Kelly. You do realize this dude threw what one or two interceptions that year, threw for like thirty touchdowns or some shit like that. Yep, insane efficiency with and fucking Nick Foles. With Nick yeah. Foles, who doesn't run, we're yeah. used to Chip, Chip Kelly. Kelly single handedly made Nick Foles a multi millionaire. Yes, yeah, yeah. like seriously. Yeah, I, I think the thing that held him back from being a better NFL coach is that back then. Um, he was before his know, time, or right? Oregon. You, you know, you could handpick your players from across the country. In the NFL, you're just kind of stuck with whoever you get or draft and who falls to. You can't go out and you know I'm going to give you this to a kid. You know, and you got the facilities and the the new jerseys for the kids. You can you know hold in front of the kids and to come to your place. So, and I think that's ultimately why. Yeah, and, guys um, didn't like the practice. But, it, he, but he, he was practiced also them hard. Too. But he was also he uh, exactly that. That was Run one of the things to too. Death. Yeah. Yes. So a lot of uh, when he was when he was there, he was ahead of his time. So what I mean by that about ahead of his time, what do at least fifty percent of the NFL teams run now? His style of offense, mm-hmm. and not just his, but you know what I'm yeah. saying. Mike Leach runs that too. They're uh, kind of like air raid, but it's a it's an option type of uh, option yeah. type of game. And he mm-hmm. was doing it before anyone else was really doing it. He was trying to commit to that. Yeah, and. Now it's that is a staple, and like I'm being generous on like 50 percent. It might or underselling it, I should say. I bet you it's even more than that. Everyone has a staple of that type of offense in their system. Yeah, yeah. You can't even call it air raid anymore. Like everybody is doing. Yeah, it. absolutely. What everybody's doing is RPO now. That's what literally yep. everyone is yep. doing. Yep, some version of it. Yep. yep. Whether it's like uh, you don't have an athletic quarterback, so yep. you literally turn it into the passing version of if, it. If Chip Kelly had RG3 when he came out, it could have been nasty out there, though. Yeah. Or, I'm going to go ahead and throw this out there. Patrick Mahomes. My man, Tebow. No. In that offense. No. I'll argue that. In that offense. No. What? (laughs) No. Come on, man. I genuinely don't think so. No, there's... uh... I was hoping you'd say Kirk Cousins so I could just shit all over you. (laughs) No. Are you talking about the MVP? <laughs> you must be. The MVP? <laughs> Get out of here. MVP. Uh, but either way, that's what I got. Boom. Well, uh, I don't know if you got it pulled up, Rio. Let's go through that UFC card and talk about what's going on tomorrow night. Uh, Luke, Luke, yeah. Luke's probably got some opinions on some UFC with you. 
Um, I can whip up the card. I got my, my picks. Um, here, let me pull it up. The internet is much faster than what it used to be. Yeah, Jimmer, whenever you bring up Nick Foles, I always worry you're going to talk about a red solo cup or something like that. No, I thought you were going to talk about the old big dick Foles that was going around. That's what I'm talking about. Big dick oh. Nick, baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All the chicks Dead that man. came out, is that what it was? Yeah. That came out and said that after uh, their Eagles uh, Super Bowl victory. <laughs> I would just like to say on air, the University of Arizona has one Super Bowl MVP. The University of Iowa has zero. Well, that's an interesting, <laughs> interesting fact. It's a very good stat. He's <laughs> not um, Going off Sucks. this UFC card, UFC 269, Oliveira versus Poirier. <clears throat> Actually, not too bad of a card. Uh, coming up, the early prelims. I'm taking Ryan Hall over this Derek Minor guy. I think Ryan Hall, if he can get to the ground, um, he can submit him. He's a minus 200 favorite in that one. Um, moving into the prelims, uh, Pedro's Munoz versus Dominic Cruz. I'm taking Dom Cruz minus one and uh, minus 105. Um, Dom Cruz for sure. Yeah, right? Dom Cruz. That's what I'm rolling with. Interesting fight for me. Uh, Josh Emmett versus Dan Ing. Um, I'm staying away from it because. Uh, they both can knock each other out. It's just going to be whoever lands that on the button there. Um, myself, there's uh, Sean O'Malley fighting Raleigh and Paiva. Um, is this the, I'm not an O'Malley is this guy. The, is so. this the guy that is like huge on Connor? Or am I mixing it up? What do you mean? Huge there's on one Connor. that's been like, I'm bringing Irish. I'm bringing. No, that's not him. Okay. No, uh, the one that's like, I'm bringing Irish no, back with Patty. Him. Is that oh, Patty? yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was mixing he's Patty. From, he's from uh, fucking London. Okay. He's a scouser. Oh, okay. Uh, Kai Kara France versus Cody Garbrandt. Uh, Garbrandt moving down a weight class. I'm taking him. Uh, minus 140 favorite. I'm, I think he's got so much power for this new division that he's going to. And he's going to knock him out. Yes. Um, Ooh. Keep it rolling up. Amanda Nunez versus Juliana Pena. I think we are all set on Nunez just dominating this thing again. Sure. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bet the house. I, I was going to say until, bet the house. Until they decide yeah. to have the conversation of. She's got to fight a man. Co exactly. Co-ed fight. Yeah. I'm this taking isn't, her This isn't a conversation. Yeah. yeah. Not in my opinion. That woman terrifies me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, Yeah. Uh, and then the, for the main event, Charles Oliveira versus Dustin Poirier. Uh, I'm taking the champ. You know, Danny brought up a point uh, one of the few times, if one of the first times maybe, um, the champ is the underdog at plus 125. I'm taking Charles Oliveira. He showed he has uh, power in his hands by rocking Mike Chandler and then finishing with a sub. He also dominated Tony Ferguson wrestling and getting him to the ground and uh, taking him out. So I'm going to go ahead and roll with him. Uh, on in this fight. All right. That's yeah, tough I think on that Oliveira note though, because especially if you go the route that you say that he rocked Michael Chandler and then finished him with his hands because Michael Chandler also got rocked by Gaethje, who got beat up by Poirier. So you can go that route. So I'm just saying he's sh he's shown he, that he can knock somebody out. Yeah. And stun just, him. So God, I just have a hard time 
and then I don't know, maybe I'm getting ahead of myself, and then because I am just a because he's a big jujitsu guy, right? He's he can finish anybody. He's got like the most submissions I think in UFC history, but same time he's shown that he can stagger people. Yeah, and and then I might just be a dick rider for Dustin, but I don't know. I just don't. I genuinely think it's the heart is going to win it. I do think that the diamond is going to beat him because I think that he just, I think Dustin will die in there before he quits because especially now that they're saying that he think, or that they're talking about him retiring. If he wins that, I think he just wants that strap. And then just so he can say he had it, not that fucking intern bullshit, Mm -hmm. like just him win it outright. I do think that the diamond's going to win. Yeah, I'm just worried he's looking past him a little bit. Because he's talking a lot about, what about after the fight? He's like, well, I, I'm probably going to move up to 170 and fight again and blah, blah, blah. I, I'm a little worried about that. I like Dustin. Um, but if he's not, if he doesn't have his head in the game, he won't. I don't think he'll finish this fight. I do think something crazy coming out of this, the press conference that happened earlier was uh, – O'Malley yeah. and uh, Gardner going at it. Yeah. That was a good one. And then, like I said, I think me and Danny are on the same page. We got to see an o- uh, O'Malley fight somebody for real. Well, yeah, especially because like O'Malley fought that whatever other like uh, vape head looking kid <laughs> like the last fight, and then yeah. like yeah, he hit him in the face a shit ton. Yeah, but it's like you still didn't. That guy him. took also a yeah. fight on short notice, like two days exactly, so. and then yeah. couldn't he, even like, finish him, and you didn't finish him, mm. and then like. And now O'Malley's saying, like, oh, yeah, when I said that I wasn't going to take uh, only top 15 fights or whatever. Blah, I, blah, hold blah. on. I, I do agree with him. What for what? Apparently, he's getting paid. Yeah, why would you fight top 15 guys if but you're getting paid But did you hear pennies? what he's saying now? Like, yesterday? No. He's like, so, yesterday, he's saying, uh, he's like, oh, yeah, what I said before. He was like, that's before I was making what I am now. So, now he's like. Okay taking back everything that he said. So everything just seems so disingenuous. Yeah. I, I didn't uh, hear anything off the press conference uh, yesterday, but from what he said before, I don't know if y'all heard, he's like, well, I'm not pushing for any top 15 fights. Why would I? Cause I'm making pennies. Right. So why would I I'll just keep beating these scrubs they put in front of me? And no, I had totally agreed with that. Why Why do that? Cause that's how you get paid more than pennies. Yeah. Well, that's they exactly still have to match right? you up either way. I mean, the no, UFC but, works by they present you a matchup. It don't matter. You can be like, I want top 15, but it all depends on where everybody. Yeah, but that being said, their schedule that, lines like, that's up. how you do make that next one where the pay-per-view turns into your money. Right. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which. Well, real, then when real, he took that Piva fight, though, just to clear this up, when he took that Piva fight, Piva was top 15. So he was a ranked fighter, but he had lost. I don't even know if he lost. But he fell out of the rankings because somebody else jumped in there. So yeah. this is a good fight. Yeah. This is a very good fight for him. That that being said, I had a question for you guys because I'm not a I'm a casual fan, like I've stated many times. I didn't see any when we were watching that um, that UFC fight night last weekend. I didn't see Reebok on there. Is that done? Yeah, yeah, so they moved to a different. Is it Venom now? Venom. Okay, so I'd we didn't see that on the back. We went to a like, Venom deal, which is. Almost the same thing. I think it's a little bit better. 
Um, but basically the same thing as Reebok. Is it? Okay. Yeah. I was yeah. just curious. So we seen that in the back of some of the shorts was the Venom. I was like, never heard of them. Number one. Yeah. But number two, I was like, I didn't see any Reebok anywhere. So that Reebok deal must have been. Right. Bad. The Reebok deal was straight garbage. I don't know the numbers now because I'm not in touch with them. But I had some friends in the UFC and still in the UFC. Um, and what they had said before was like, for your first five fights in the UFC under the Reebok deal, you only got 2500 for per fight. Oh, that is it. God. And then um, the next five fight up to ten fights from five to ten fights, it was like five thousand. Yeah, you didn't make crap. And then with no sponsorship money, especially, made it tough. Yeah, made so, it tough. Unless you were you know headline a pay per view and got a cut. Yeah. They just need to let the fighters have whoever they want. Is that them. is that so? That is how it goes. Then so you have to headline a pay per view to get part of the pay per view cuts yeah, to get your pay, yeah because it's your name. So okay. you do get part of. I they don't ever disclose the, uh, the full blown the amount. full do know that. distribution. They just the numbers bought. That's all that okay. comes out. So. I, I'm glad you brought that up though. So that we watched Aldo. I can't remember who he fought, um, but him and the other guy, both of them are going to be out at least six months. Oh, they, Rob Font. Uh, orbital breaks, okay. I think, right? Yeah, yeah they yeah, both, they both they mess both each other's eyes up. So it's interesting. They called it a suspension, but it's an injury suspension. I've never heard it phrased that way. Before. So everybody gets that until you get cleared by a doctor. So it could be sooner or okay. later. So, uh, yeah, he, basically all you have to do is go to a doctor. From experience. So every, right. every UFC fight, like when they get done, they go. They give them six months pretty much. Out, and then, yeah, if you, if you get in a war. You're, yeah, they you're give you six time. months right off the bat. Now it can be three months or two months if you go to a doctor and get cleared. Cleared, okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So I'll I'll pick mine. I'll, then I'll let Luke go and see what he's got. But I'm gonna go just off a few of them, the ones that I, that I do know. Okay. Uh, first off, we were all 100 percent on Nunez, and that won't change until they put um, a full fledged uh, per, um, person with a penis in front of her. To fight is where I made think about it, and Just, even then, it would be hard. It could still be. And a I'm not talking about though, the, penis. the penis. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. It's 2021, baby. Yeah, you could still be a female with a penis. Yeah, that's fine. No, I'm okay with that. What okay. I'm saying is, I don't know if this Juliana has one. Is my point. Uh, not big enough to fight Newton. But you're sure Amanda Nunes has one? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> She's one bad woman. She, like you said, she scares me. Uh, yeah, she yeah. murdered. She murdered the best MMA fighter, maybe of all time. That was the most intimidating at one point in Chris Cyborg. So, from that time forward, there's I'll never doubt this woman until they face her up against a man. And then, and and even then, the first one I'm going ahead and throwing money on Nunez <laughs> until I'm proven wrong. Uh, I will go to that. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, some of the like I said, some of the names I know. Uh, I am gonna go Cody Garbrandt. Also, watch him fight. I like. I enjoy watching him fight. A lot of power there. Uh, minus one forty, and and the only reason why I'm taking this one, quite honestly, is uh, just purely the name. It, it don't matter. Sean O'Malley. Don't matter. Just a sweet name. O'Malley's gonna win that fight. Yeah. And then I was on In board the UFC, it. but we got to be clear on this. The UFC is grooming Sean O'Malley to be a star. There is a whole thing behind them setting up who people fight to keep relevant fighters or like name where they can sell. Yep. where they people can sell. who are attracted that's to that's no bullshit. The draws that is a billion percent. Yep. What the fuck? One hundred percent. Yeah, and that's and it's a business. You can't fucking argue that. 
And then, but you can't say, because the UFC is not boxing and it needs to be more like boxing because they let fighters duck fights and pick fights. But Sean O'Malley has been given fights that are going to help him build his name because of what he's done. Because mm. his striking is fucking nuts. Like he was knocking people out. And you saw it in that fight against the fucking other colorful haired fuck. Whatever his name was. I can't even remember. Yeah, I don't know. But, like, he's doing that whole spinning back kick, doing the whole dribble thing for the Phoenix Suns when they were in the finals is that fight. But Sean O'Malley will win that fight by a knockout. There we go. I got Dominic Cruz. Every time I watched him fight, it's been impressive. So, that one's pretty. <clears throat> his last loss was uh, Cejudo, wasn't it? Is that who he lost to? Cruz. Cruz. Cejudo. Yeah, I think so. I, think I know he's been banked since then, but yeah, he def- he got beat by Cejudo. Yeah, but so. he's he has a problem with like what you guys are saying. He has a problem just being healthy and staying in the ring more or in the octagon yeah. more he's than like anything. He battles himself. Old. He's old. Is he that old? He's old. You got that in front old of you? for UFC. Like, old for UFC. Yeah, yeah. Could well, be mid thirties, but yeah. But no, they say like uh, thirty is like your prime in the UFC, which is crazy. Yeah. And then this is the I'm going Poirier. Who's that? Sean O'Malley? Yeah. No. Dominic uh, Cruz. Oh, Dom Dominic Cruz. Yep. Uh, I, don't know. I got uh, Dustin Poirier. And I'm, I'd be lying to you if I be, <clears throat> if I didn't say that I believe what you're saying in the part that you're like looking past. That's never good in any sport. That doesn't matter if it's UFC or football, whatever it is, basketball. If you're looking into the next fight, that's always a problem. But I still believe I still I still believe watching Poirier that he is he's gonna give his A game. He's gonna give everything he's got. And I think what he with his max is better than well, I hope all the fighters Olivier. give it everything not, they got. Not everybody does that though. Though so not everybody does do that. They are in there for – first off, let's go ahead to one of my ex-favorite fighters, and that was Connor. Tell me the last four fights that he's been in. He Wait, was so given you're his saying, all. You're saying right now Connor is an ex-favorite? Yeah. So he's no I don't like the I don't, I don't like the way he fights now. No. He doesn't bring everything he has anymore. And if he, he tries that – he tries that knockout, <clears throat> swinging hard in the first, like, few – like, couple minute or two, and then he's, like, done. He's, like, worn out. And – what, that, but that's my point is that this guy hit this guy's max in my opinion is better than Olivier's. So that's where I'm going. I'm going Dustin Poirier in that okay. one. What do you got there, Luke? So my picks would be for like the big fights. I would go. I would go with Sean O'Malley. And then, as much as I hate to say it. I think Cody Gardbrand's going to win that, and then that might just be me being on Gardbrand's side. Uh, and then I think Prezimbo, I think he's going to win, and then obviously Amanda Nunez, and then I'm going with uh, the Diamond. I just, I just don't see him letting it slip past him. And then, I don't know. I'm just a huge fan, so... That's probably a bad, bad bet for my part, but 
Well, he's a favorite, so he's obviously not a complete bad bet. No, Vegas yeah, thinks but I just thing. mean yeah. like I'm like looking. You're going at with it. your you're yeah. going with your heart. That's more heart. That's not a great bet on my part, maybe, but still be a good one to watch regardless. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it will be a good fight. I think it's a good card. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the card's actually yeah. you know, not, not outside bad at of all. outside of Nunez and whoever she faces. I'd like to watch I don't her fight. See, I don't <laughs> see who you could put up against a main Nunez that's gonna be like even. Something that's worth watching, right? Yeah, we thought Cyborg would have been, but the best part of watching her and like what what you're just saying right there is literally uh, watching her kick the shit out of somebody. That's the best part of watching. Has anybody looked at the odds? What are the odds of that making it out of the first round? I don't know. I know the uh, as of right now with ESPN, uh, Nunez has uh, minus nine hundred. Do they so, have? I haven't looked up, which I can. What are the odd rounds? We'll take a look quick for the MMA. Well, Danny, what do you got for yours? Yeah, I mean, we're on the same page for most of it, uh, except I, I don't have as much faith in Poirier. I would like him to win. I like Poirier, but I, I don't know if he does it. Um, I don't know if he can pull it off this time. Um, what I did want to bring up, though, you talked about O'Malley. Mm-hmm. I think you. I think you're right in that like he's got that star quality. Uh, for sure with the UFC, but he's not that good yet. Like in, in Dana White called that out too. Somebody asked, um, like, why isn't he fighting top 10 people? And then he said, well, he hasn't fought anybody good enough to deserve that. He's not the only person that could do that. I think he said was Kazmat, who is a fucking freak, right? He's, uh, I don't know who he, people are like openly ducking. Yeah. Scared of, right. Like they, Nate they, Diaz yeah. ducked him. Like no matter Straight what you up. say, I'm a Nate Diaz dick rider. That guy, he ducked him. Yeah, he did. And I don't blame him in which Nate you Diaz know? is a hundred percent. Right. Like you have nothing to gain fighting that man. Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so that's the only thing if O'Malley ends up getting beat by one of these lower rank guys, that whole star power thing isn't even going to matter. It's like the, you know, you're done. Well, it got, then, so it builds off of it's a it builds off of what we've looked at in the past. Like when some of these guys have brought up um, your guys's boy Khabib, he didn't face anybody up until the last what was it like six or seven fights of his professional career. But then same like, thing with ran May- through. Every he did. He one. did. And and we did. And we did. Um, admi- or I did. I was like I did admit to that afterwards. But up leading up to that for his. Undefeated, that impressive of a record. How far he went? Fifteen zero. Yep. Yeah. He went fifty. Twenty nine. No. No twenty nine. I was going. So, but but he had, <laughs> but he had like twenty, and I was about to touch on that too. Mayweather did the same thing though. Yeah. His card, his his opponents were picked, either a nobodies up for the longest part of his, or b there were guys past their prime and faced him way past when he should have fought when he should have fought them. So yeah. it juices your shit too. That's what that's. Habib's what my wasn't like that though. Not quite that. It wasn't quite that bad. But his first what was it ten? But he it was also, ten or fifteen. He also should have an asterisk next to his name because he did miss weight like with multiple times or like had to drop out of fights. And then I know one time he was supposed to fight, and then they couldn't do it because he legit went blind during a weight cut. Yeah, because he was cutting yeah. so, so much, much weight, he went mm-hmm. fucking blind, yeah. which is yeah. nuts. Yeah, yeah. I think O'Malley's just got to get some, definitely some more fi- quality fights over. His, I mean, he his one stud that he fought Marlon Vera 
he did a lot. He got TKO'd. So I do have that for you. So, uh, Luke. Yeah, but his TKO I'm, is a his TKO to Mike, is a, like a broken ankle. Yeah, it says elbows and punches. No, that's he broke How his it got, ankle. Oh. No, that's he won that fight. He won the fight that he broke his ankle. Nah, he broke his ankle in that Marlon Vera fight. He broke his ankle in that Marlon Vera fight. Uh, okay. Um. So I did have that answer for you, though. Amanda Nunez to win in the first round, plus 130. What's the second Oof, round? Second round is plus 370. These are still stupid low. I think I would take that second round. That second round? You I think old girl will hang? second round. If I had to pick one, I think I would take Amanda Nunez plus 370 on that second round. There we round. go. Yeah, I could see the second round. Amanda, she likes to toy with her food a little bit. Yeah, dude, she goes straight up like Mufasa style. Yeah, She's and then she goes to be out here fucking around, king of the rock. Yeah. Definitely. Is that all you, uh, you had for UFC there, Rio? Yep. That's it. Perfect. All right. So, uh, Rio, what do you got for picks in the NFL this weekend? Yeah, I got some NFL picks. Um, I'm taking Cincinnati to cover win versus the 49ers. Uh, they're one and a half favorites. I think they they beat them by a touchdown. Um, they're just an overall better team myself. That's what I think, no matter if Joe Mixon plays or not. Um, also taking Packers. I think they cover the 12 points versus the Bears. They win by at least two touchdowns. Bears are really bad. Um, just not good, no matter who walks out there at quarterback. Um, Arizona, I got them to cover. Uh, minus two versus the Rams. Now, I'm not saying they win by a whole bunch. I think this will be a high-scoring game. That's probably decided maybe by whoever has the ball last. Um so I'm also taking the over at that 51 and a half in that game. I think the offenses are going to light it up. <clears throat> and uh, I do have an underdog pick. I think the Falcons could beat the Panthers. They're two and a half point underdogs. Uh, I think that this will be the time they do it. You know, division game. We always talk that they're they're tougher regardless, no matter what. You know, Panthers missing um, Christian McCaffrey, and so it could happen. Definitely. Jimmer, what do you got? All right, so I'll go uh, upset picks first. I have the Ravens covering two and a half at the Browns. Um, The Ravens are very up and down when it comes to their defense. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, They're very up and down. They're (laughs) – um, they're very up and down with their defense, but I think this is the time that they get up. It's still Baker Mayfield. They're not intimidating. The only thing that scares me is obviously that run game, but has been quite the same. I think Lamar Jackson gets straight at least enough to where they cover two and a half. That's for damn certain. Uh, I have the Washington football team at home covering four and a half against them boys. At home? Yeah, one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Cowboys are going on the road. Cowboys have not looked the same in the last few weeks. Um, Dak sure has <clears throat> You guys gave me a little interesting tidbit that I did not know before I picked this, and that was that your head coach, Mike McCarthy, yeah. guaranteeing victory. Yeah, I'm, I'm not betting this game because, yeah, he comes out <laughs> and he guarantees the victory. I'm like, okay, first off, division game, and then you give him more fuel. I'm like, okay, I'm definitely staying away from it. I was going to take the Cowboys. Yeah, embedded, but yeah, exactly. You, you don't do that kind of crap. I'm gonna be honest; like that fired me up. That made me pick the Cowboys. I'm not even bullshit. <laughs> like, seriously, I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm definitely betting them." Oh, I I'm just car uh, the Washington fo- 
Washington football team are playing pretty damn good. Give them that bulletin board, and it's over three points. Like we said, if it's three, for the most part, in the NFL against division opponents, rivalries, you get you take those points, anything over three. That's at least in my opinion for the most part. I think we talked about it many times. So four and a half, yeah, field goal or less. And I actually think Washington wins, and that's because I also hate them boys. Um, I had the Rams plus two and a half at the Cardinals. And this, um, and this isn't because I believe that I think the Cardinals are one of the best teams in the NFL, but I think the Rams need this way more than the Cardinals need this. So there's no, if they don't do it this, this week, Cardinals run away with this. This is it right here. Like, uh, all right. Are you guys got this figured out with all your free agent pickups and your trades and all that shit? Do you have it figured out? This is it right here. Uh, my Stone Cold Locks. I got the Seahawks minus eight and a half at the Texans. Starting Davis Mills. Um, old boy Russell Wilson is looking a lot better throwing that ball from last week. and uh, I think it starts clicking. A little too little too late. Doesn't matter at this point for their overall record. But he also needs to get his stock up to get that next big boy contract or whatever team he ends up going to in the offseason yeah because it won't be the seahawks right he didn't name any one of those when the report came out he didn't name the seahawks so um i do have the chargers covering nine at home against my giants you just so need this <laughs> no i have the chargers covering oh. nine. i have them beating them okay you so you, i think this is it this is where i have to pay up a whiskey yourself, wager on sunday night pour yourself a shot right that's now. that's about to happen i'm gonna do it anyway this wonderful warm whiskey. I may just get it over with because they. It, I would still sit there and try to hang on a glimmer of a hope, but Mike Glenn is starting again, and that's if he even can get. They so far it says he'll be okay to go, but he has a concussion too. So you're actually hoping he doesn't play. And yeah, it's, go to the third string. Yeah, I don't know, or just have Saquon just take the snaps. Direct snaps. Yeah. So I'm I'm basically going full fledged, knowing that they weren't. So, uh, Chargers covering nine, and I had the Bucks at home all day minus three and a half at the Bills. Now I say this, so what I just said about the Rams and the Cardinals goes the same way for the Bills. I believe the Bills have to; they need to. Right now is the time. That AFC, if you look at the hunt, there's so many people breathing right down their neck, right there at that. I think they have the seven seed right now. Seven, yep. seven. So they have so many teams breathing down their neck. They need this victory more than anyone else. It isn't going to happen. The Buccaneers have gotten are getting healthy on defense, which is the one thing that was has been their Achilles heel this year. Has been their defense has been very hit and miss, right? And then Tom Brady's playing on a different level. Gronk is back and balling out of his yeah, balling out of his mind. Tight end right? you. Now you're saying stupid shit. I was okay with the bear down. Tight end you is the University of Iowa. That's a fact. And, and that is a fact. But that being said, um, I had I do have the Bucks easily covering this. At home, they usually slap people up too. It it isn't I'm a Bills guy, but it's almost not fair. You go and lose that little sh- that you lose that game on Monday night in an ugly fashion, and you gotta go on the road down there to where the Bucks are balling out right now. It's is what it is, but that's what I got. Yeah, so uh, Stone Cold Locks real quick. 
Chiefs are going to take care of business against the Raiders. Um, I've got them more than covering that eight and a half. Um, it's when at, they it's at ten. <clears throat> when I when I pulled it, it was eight oh, and a half. So are you going to do it at ten? So I'll do it at ten. Yeah, they'll beat them by you fourteen at least. It? Yeah, yeah. They're going to beat the shit out of them. I'll bet you a whiskey wager on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, chalk. Hey, you can ra- you can race Tyler's. Yeah. Unless just, Tyler wins. There we go. Or unless Tyler yeah, loses. I'll, I'll bet yeah. on that for sure. When but, the Chiefs were not that they're playing a ton better right now, but they when when they were at their lowest, they happened to play the Raiders and they dropped forty on them, and they beat them by twenty some points. Like that that's when they weren't playing good. Now they go home at and the, that, at the stadium that they were breaking an all time record right now for giving up points. Right on the road, I believe it's going to be inside inside that ten easy. I think it'll be field goal or upset even. But yes, go ahead. On the road, what? This is this is at Kansas City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's oh, what I'm on the road for on the road. The so when they went to, we've talked about this a few times yeah. in the yeah. podcast. Mm-hmm. The the Raiders are giving up the most points in yards yeah. and offense at their new stadium and like NFL to make history. Everybody feel at home. Yeah, yeah. exactly. They're like, well, they they're have still even, hung over every night. Nobody from wants there. to. Nobody wants to come to Vegas and have a bad time. <laughs> right? They're like, hey, just yeah. feel right at home here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, since that point, I mean, how many different Raiders players are out? As well, right? Waller's not playing this weekend either. That just adds to it. By the way, that Foster Moreau did not work out for me. But it worked out better than my backup tight end or my other tight end. So, hey, you know, what do you do? He did not Uh, go Darren Waller-like. I'll take take that whiskey wager with you, though. I think they beat him probably by 14. Um, I am on the other end of the Browns game. I think the Browns cover against the Ravens. Um, I think what they're going to be able to do is use that run game to pull the shitty secondary that the Ravens have in. And Baker might look pretty good on a few plays. Oh. Um, oh. So I'm picturing it. So when I, I don't know what you guys had. It's two and a half. Um, yeah, that's, that's what I, I pulled. Okay. Yep. Um, so I think, I think it's a close-ish game, like uh, three points, maybe a touchdown. But uh, So you're then, saying it's barely going to hit. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and then I've got the Bucks as well to cover against the Bills. I don't think they're going to be able to stop anything. And if nothing else, you didn't touch on Fournette either. He's been balling out the last few games too. That's because I'm facing so. Chris this week, and he has Fournette, and he's going to break his leg in the first snap. Okay. Okay. So we got that going. Hey. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Damn. Get it. That's hardcore. Hey, how's that Dalvin Cook trade look, 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 looking right now? I can't wait till I shit stomp you. I need to get the playoffs. Hey, Luke, how's your fantasy team doing? Oh, word. We're rebuilding. We're in a rebuilding process. Hey, at least my team looks good enough. I could win if I miss out on the playoffs. I could win the number one draft pick. Hey, there you go. They're competing go. for that. What's the other thing you're competing for right now? Not the number one pick. Not last place. Not the toilet bowl. Not the toilet bowl. Not last place. So oh, you guys I'm are rooting for there. whoever's playing there. who? No, Tom Hans already clinched yeah, it. Did he clinch it? Yeah. I can't oh, it's lose. done. Oh, it's done deal. Then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's done. It's already engraved. <laughs> See, auto draft isn't that I, bad. Right? We are yeah, going to. So we are going to In next ESPN year. we trust. ESPN and they were like, oh, yeah, you're going to be first. They're <laughs> oh, yeah. so jerking you okay, off, so remember? This is, so this is the best thing about it. So that same day that we were at my house and we did the auto draft, or I did the auto draft in our league, and then me and Jimmer draft in my other league that I'm in. So I was in first place. In ESPN's projections in our league, right? So then my other league, I was projected to be in 10th place, which is last. In that league, 
Now I'm in first. I lost <laughs> two games. You're almost last. Yeah, and we, baby. And I was projected to be in last. I so love complete it. fucking polar opposites. Yeah. The teams that I that we actually picked. Fucking could, could ESPN actually have said that you weren't going to be first after they picked for you, though? I'm just saying, like, to be honest, if this ever goes, like, viral, fuck you, Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> that's all I want people to know. That's it. <laughs> I can get behind that, too. Yeah. That, uh... Um, what was I going to tell you about the, because you also cut into the draft. So we made, we've made fun of Rio plenty of times about his Lamar Jackson versus Dak Prescott. I already told and, you and it's he, working out. And so. he rocked a Dak Prescott jersey to the. That is a bad thing. Like, and then it's not only that, not that only you've rocked a Dak jersey, that you picked him as a dark horse for the MVP. That's also. Just threw it out there. It's just. Random picks, baby. <laughs> hey, and it's working out. He has more. Uh, my does pick. he now? Right now, though. Yeah, because yeah, your boy has not been doing good recently. Yeah, he does. He's still beating him. Has he played one less game? No, it's the same now. <laughs> okay. Remember, we talked. They both had their buys, and they both missed a game. Well, uh, that being said, it was a damn good day that day. Uh, Besides our um, potential number one pick guy not showing up, I don't know how you do that. You know, shit happens. Uh, Daylight did you add some? I, uh, did, you, did you have something you wanted? No, on your picks. Did you have some picks that you want to throw out there that you were liking? Ooh, I, I can. I'll I let him look while I'm finishing up. I wasn't Jim. planning okay. on it. Oh, I, I, got some, I didn't know you were. I got I some that I was already I thought doing. you said you were done. Uh, no. So my picks would be. Oh, hold on. Let, go ahead and look at yours. Go ahead. Yeah, you can look through for a second, Luke. Uh, so I just want to go over the upset picks that I've got real quick. Uh, I've got the Jets covering the five and a half against the Saints. Washington. Ooh. Um He's yeah. gonna cover that for. That, where's that? Where's that Jets game? You know, <clears throat> it's at. Jets. Is that at the Jets? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Washington's covering against the Cowboys. I, I just one thing people aren't talking about is w- during this win streak, Heineke's completing over seventy percent of his passes. He's been playing pretty good. And that Cowboys defense is just gonna let him do even better, you know. And yeah, then Gibson's gonna run. It's gonna be tough, tough sledding for the Cowboys. Yeah, he's. He's better than Kirk Cousins, so he he should tear it up, right? Because Kirk couldn't. Don't talk about the MVP like yeah, that. Yeah, but Kirk Cousins been completing a shit ton of passes too, so that kind of negates what <laughs> he didn't do it versus the Cowboys, though. No, uh, <laughs> I I do think I don't think they're gonna win, Jimmer, but I think your Giants do cover against the Chargers. They're just missing too many pieces, and I think oh uh, the Giants are gonna be able to run all know. over the Chargers. The run defense is dog shit, and then the Rams. Um, I've got them beating, not only covering but beating. The Cardinals this weekend. I think that uh, Infinity Gauntlet that McVay busted out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he finally uses it, and we see something out of him. At least we fucking. I hope we do. We see so. Jared Goff 2.0. 2.0. Stafford's a stud, man. All right, yeah. Luke, what you got, brother? So, uh, I'm gonna go with all dogs here. So I'm gonna go with all dogs here. All dogs. Um, Woof. We're gonna go with Ravens, and then we're gonna take Baltimore. Take the points. Then we're going to go with Vegas. Take the points. And then the Lions is probably the dark horse here against the Broncos. Is and that ten, what was that, 10? 10 and a half. 10 and a half. You know who uh, they yeah. weren't the dark horse against? <laughs> <laughs> and then. Uh, Fuck off. <laughs> the I Minnesota Vikings. Let's make Get it very clear. <laughs> I have not dropped the F-bomb this whole episode, I don't think, up until now. You go pull low blows like that, you piece of shit. And God. then, uh, so the other two that I would take is going to be the Bills 
and Cincinnati. Yeah, so, Cincy, baby. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm, I'm, if I'm taking points on teams, those are the ones I would take. Absolutely. Are you, are you guys worried about his pinky? No. no he Burrow. can cut it off. Joe Burrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cut it off. <laughs> he cut it off. Yeah. What stud. was that? The man did that uh, safety. 49ers. Old school. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, I can't believe this name is escaping me right now. Uh, uh, I, can't, I'm not, I can't think of you. Yeah, this ain't good. The story seems familiar. Long but neck, dude. No, not Long that neck, one. Dude. <laughs> Long neck, dude. Dude, he pulled that out of nowhere. Can we talk about <laughs> yes, just, he did. Yeah, my boy with the long neck. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> so I literally Ru- googled Ron, long neck forty nine er defensive back, and it come up. <laughs> he wasn't wrong on that. I was one. like, I was like, dude. everything he said or stumbled out of his mouth, he was. Dude was wearing a know. turtleneck, and still like didn't. So uh, <laughs> Ron, Ronnie Lott. Oh yeah, yeah. Ronnie Lott was that man. Different breed. Yeah. He them boys. Uh, but that being said, that's what we got for picks. All right. Boom. Well, Barry so, Bond should be in the Hall of Fame. Go ahead. You got yourself a minute. That's your piece. my only argument. Barry Bond should be in the Hall of Fame. If you're going to let other people in in the steroid era, there's no reason that Barry Bond shouldn't be in. Yep. Preach. Yep. yep. He was. At, we've talked about this in the sense that he was a borderline Hall of Famer before, like maybe even not Hall of borderline. Before. Barry Bonds. Is a Hall of Fame. No, he is, but I'm saying before he, before the steroids, where he actually went like this. Yeah, he was a borderline Hall of Famer before even that. Oh, yeah, and yeah. then you add that in there. Yeah, the dude was ridiculous. You know, they only pitched him like two, two times a game. You remember ever looking at his stat lines? It was like one for two because they would walk him. He broke a MLB record for walks because you didn't pitch to the man. That's how long it took. They had to like out. Or they pitch him outside for however many games for him to break the record. Yeah. Yep. It was fucking unreal. Yeah. yeah. No, Insane. absolutely deserves to be in. If any of them that do, that would be my number one. My number two would probably be Roger Clemens. A-Rod, too. He had, he's admitted to his stuff. A-Rod is, like, right there, too, for me. So, But definitely Barry. Like, Barry needs to be the one that breaks the ground and is yeah. doing that. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Let the fucking steroid era play. <laughs> and then and then let them do steroids in the MLB. Yep. Absolutely. Batters unless only. You're, unless, yeah. Unless no. you're a pitcher. Unless you're no. a pitcher. No. Nobody gives a shit about 104 <laughs> mile an hour fastball. Yeah. We need 900 foot home runs. It's good for baseball. What mm-hmm. if steroids mm-hmm. helped you with your curve, dude? What if you're fucking... You know, like those. We're trying uh, to hit bombs. We don't ball, give a shit about The wiffle ball catches a wind and it <laughs> oh. jukes like three feet. Have you seen some Imagine of those? Nobody, a curve ball nobody, like that. <laughs> nobody ever gets excited about fucking I've a curveball. Curve what R.A. Dickey and his knuckleball? Nobody yes. gives a fiddler's fuck about that. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, I just remember that sucked to p- to play against in uh, which game was that? Was that just MLB? Just I can't MLB. remember what year. But whenever he was pitching against you, I'm like, dude, knuckleball is the hardest one yeah, to hit in the, in the video games. I play one right yeah. now on my phone, and every time a knuckleball pitcher comes up there, I'm like, God damn it! I'm <laughs> yeah, swinging yeah. like no. way early. I'm like, this is horseshit. In our, in our softball league, I was not throwing knuckleballs either. <laughs> no, you're throwing I home was, run balls. Uh, it was more like changeups <laughs> that went over the fence. <laughs> <laughs> that being so said, one-speed change-ups. Hey, that was a good time, though, regardless. so It was. Uh, a couple a couple hitters here that came across. 
Duke football has hired their new head coach. Blue Devils finalizing deal to make Texas A&M defensive coordinator Mike Elko the school's next head coach. Um, Simmons trades. Uh, trade talks are heating up finally. Don't know exactly mm. where that's going to go. There but go, Kyrie, baby. Let's go. Let's do it. Ooh, uh, the other thing. Two uh, and three team deals is kind of what it's Jimbo like. Fisher, like oh. that $125 million deal they were talking about. Didn't happen. That was offered. No one gives a shit. But I mean, like, <laughs> that, that was actually deal. on the table before Brian Kelly. Yeah. Like, well, which one would you rather have? There's one. Brian Kelly or Brian Kelly. Jimbo? Brian Kelly, 100%. You'd I rather mean. have Brian Kelly than Jimbo? Yes. Because okay. what has Jimbo Fisher done at Texas A&M? Not much, actually. Outside yeah. that, James uh, Winston. They beat Alabama. But did Georgia when it counted? What? Well, his, he, was, he was what, also an ex. He was an ex-assistant to Saban. Nah, I don't remember that. I do remember somebody saying <laughs> that was, he had never it, been it, beaten it by might, an assistant. It might have been LSU assistant, and that don't count. But, um, that don't count. Some slight misinformation. I get where you're going, though, Luke. Yeah, I... When you look at credentials, right? Like Kelly's the pick. Well, and then you go like so you go Brian Kelly, he was going from Notre Dame where they actually had to go to school. Now he's going to the SEC where they may or may not actually have to do that much academically. Allegedly. Right. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, in quotations. <laughs> I don't know how much school they're doing there, but I do know. We ain't that, here to play school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. We didn't come here to play school. So. Right yeah. on. All right. Well, as we start to wrap her up here, Jimmer, do you have a It Makes Sense If You Don't Think About It segment? Uh, I do, unless one of you do. Do you got one you want to throw in there, Luke? I do, but. Whatever. You do? If, go ahead, Jim. If you, go ahead. If you got one, go well, ahead. All right. Uh, so, uh, when I got hired of my place in employment, <laughs> <laughs> love to hear about it. Uh, when I got hired, I got offered the job, right? And I obviously said yes. And uh, I'll, I'll accept the job. It was a lifetime marriage. Lifetime marriage. Um, I, I, in a, a, well, yeah, just subtle divorce and I changed my mind. Um, <laughs> came back, come crawl back. <laughs> uh, so this guy who had been there as a temp, um, for a long time, like eight years plus, um, he tells what? me to my, yeah, he'd been there a long time, uh, him and another guy. And I was a temp for like three or four months and that's it. And they offered me a job and I took it full time job. He tells me to my face with a straight face. He's like, yeah, you should turn that job offer down. And I go, I don't, you know, well, well why? Because there's people, Tim's here have been here longer than you have. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Top tier Tim's, dude. Top tier. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> he literally, fly, he, he meant it 100%. Top security in the world, <laughs> You should have turned on the job and not feed your family. Because right, because uh, there's a, two other guys, himself included, and one other guy who had been there like eight to ten years and didn't get so, offered a job. So genuinely now, seeing how that guy's life played out, how do you feel about <laughs> your decision? Um, first off, RIP. And second, <laughs> oh, second of all, maybe he'd still be here if he had got hired. Oh, so it's kind of your fault. 
Oh man! Correct. <laughs> so are you gonna say I'm sorry or <laughs> not on air? <laughs> Dude, he wouldn't say Big Daddy Jimmer's always right. So you already know how I feel about that. He's like, I'll drink that whole damn bottle. <laughs> rest in peace, Gruber. Yeah, that was yeah, a, seriously. Rest in peace, bro. Rest in peace. But yeah, no, it makes sense if you don't think about makes it. Sense. It makes sense if you with don't think about respect. it. With all oh, Jesus. Respect. Can we just touch on? At what point do you no longer call it a temp position? <laughs> right. Yeah, if okay. you're there fucking eight years, <laughs> what the he hell? Went, oh, he's yeah. a, so he's exagger- a he's point. exaggerating a little bit. But we did have a guy that is that just got hired not that long ago that was there for like five years as a temp, and he got in on a weird, a weird rule that came across. If you guys remember right, like oh, yeah. something about like. You you have to let them go if they're a temp for so long After, if you're not going to hire them yeah. whole time. Yeah, yeah. It was so a weird we, rule he made up. He was like, "Well, we either hire them after um, a year and a half, wasn't it? Something like that, yeah. And, or let them go, and then entirely. they can come back as a temp from a different agency if they want to. But yeah, yeah. but you're right. That's a good question. Like, at what point are you? <laughs> Just throw yeah, in the towel and move a, on. A temp should only be a temp for so long. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. No but there's a lot of people that stay out there as temps it, that were like, But what yeah, is that line, though? Because technically, I'd have to join that, too. I was a temp for a year and a half. They didn't hire very much back then. Yeah, uh, me, too. I think what are you saying, a year. I think a year is too so long I shouldn't to even be oh, there. Wow. See, all the stars are aligning. I shouldn't even be there See? anymore. I got your back. Should have started got this podcast here. earlier. That way sooner. Yeah, we should have started this way sooner. You know, we've been talking about this for years, though. So this, uh, I get excited. I get yeah. excited every day yeah. that I talk about it and think about it. And um, one day, when these uh, when these businesses stop being cheap asses and start tossing us money for just talking, <clears throat> with all due respect, with all due respect, of course. Fuck you, cancel culture. <laughs> <laughs> Once that happens, uh, I'll be able to just walk away from the place of employment is what we will call it. Yeah, it's it's even though it is great culture, great culture, great, culture. great. And why is that me? I don't know specifically. Well, probably him because it's the director of company morale. Exactly. It's yeah, not him anymore. I, I told you who it was. Who is that? Tom G. Who's Tom G? What's what's G? Uh, yeah, let's G wrap this for... up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what, Luke? Give us some words of wisdom. Mm. Something. You got something. Well, that's how his life has went. So, (laughs) (laughs) you gotta got you gotta have a little bit of something like uh, what not to do. You watch somebody fuck up their life. Oh yeah, don't do meth, kids. (laughs) We have we've had that one already. (laughs) Actually, yeah. Oh my god, that was. I think that goes on so many different levels and so many different people. So don't do heroin either. Yeah, it's a, what's that movie? He's like, yeah, I think it's a gateway drug. <laughs> what? No. It's like the finish line. It's kind of the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> she, no, she's like, it was fist fight. She's like, oh, yeah. she's like, I'm just doing dabbling in some meth. Yeah. Uh, what? It's a gateway yeah. drug. We shouldn't be doing that. Why? Is it because it's a gateway drug? <laughs> no, it's kind of the finish line. <laughs> uh, let's see. You know. One I feel thing, like one this thing, went better than the last one. Yeah, and that's where I'm going. So words of wisdom. I was hoping somebody would do it. Yeah, I we're gonna, I was about to. We're going to. <laughs> I'm so, going to be honest. Since like, I did it. Actually, if we're going to do it, just say, like, hey, if you had to bet tonight, you should have bet on the Suns. <laughs> that's a great words of wisdom. But uh, if you are ever, like, recording a podcast or something like that, and 
you invite somebody on your podcast and they know they're coming and they know they're coming, please don't let them get hammered where they're incoherent and slowing slurring their words. Otherwise, you may be here five hours later. That yeah. is also true. Yeah. <laughs> so don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, with all due respect. With, with all hey, due I, pr- respect. I appreciate the effort. With that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. Well, all right. We'll wrap her up then, boys. Uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. The podcast is available everywhere you find your podcast. Apple, Spotify, Facebook podcast, the whole nine yards. Pornhub. Uh Pornhub. That, that's uh, that's looking, just my peep. Well, feet actually, picks. that's uh, three gigs after dark. Yeah, that's the right. next. That's, that's the next, next segment. We didn't tell you about Luke. I'm gonna need you to take <laughs> off your pants. <laughs> and if you guys are looking for more information, come to Three Gags After Dark. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, I only believe, three because mine's non-existent. I do believe Luke has been accused of having a thick cock, so this would be an interesting <laughs> three gig. Join my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Bill, I wonder. Built like a tuna can. Have you uh, <laughs> have you ran your idea past him, real? What's that? The OnlyFans you want to start? Half oh foot? yeah, so it's I'm selling feet pics, and one's full price and one's half off. <laughs> nah, dude, they already have that kind of shit for like ostrich feet. Like you can just buy a whole ostrich for what he was gonna cost. No, but then I'm gonna special guest. I got oh, the nine toes. Got a special guest because he's nine, only got nine toes, <laughs> half yeah. a foot. We're gonna combine yeah. the whole thing, and uh, it's gonna get with weird. Fourteen toes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're he's we're down one. We're down one. <laughs> uh, big shout out to Luke for stepping in here and uh, doing doing a damn good job. Appreciate you coming what on. What do you mean stepping in? He was just a guest. Guest, but he, we were <laughs> supposed to have a guest the whole time. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, so. Shout out to Luke. I was a special, special guest. <laughs> yeah, extremely special. Yeah, definitely. Thanks for popping in. I was and, the first uh, choice, second option. <laughs> right. What is What is that? Uh, God damn it. The, <laughs> the office. office. He was like, I was the first choice. First I might choice. not have been the first choice, but I was, I the, was the first, first choice. Is first choice. choice. <laughs> Andy. Uh, oh, haven't watched it. Okay. I've, okay. We I've see he's not chuckling one. like Pretty that. Sure. So. Third team all state, baby. Sorry. <laughs> But we'll see. All righty. Well, hey, everyone out there that uh, managed to stick through it, we appreciate you guys. <laughs> this is 3 Gig Sports. We, we out. out. Made something from nothing. No hindsight discussions. I've been writing. I love it.